Hello, and welcome to the Happy Hangout Podcast with Christy Darty. So each week I do devos and doodles, which is a devotion, and then I do doodles on Facebook. However, this is a podcast, so we will just discuss the devotion here. And if you want to get creative and uh, do some lettering, then you can go find the replay on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Hey, could you take a moment to go leave a review for the podcast? That would be amazing so other people can know they definitely want to listen to. Let's get started. So today we're talking that we're still on the um, blessed (laughs) Beatitudes, Beatitudes. We're still in the Beatitudes. And so um, today we're talking about merciful. Ooh, y'all, 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 I need this. But I'm going to stop and start with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for this amazing week, uh, Thanksgiving week, a reminder that we are to be thankful for each other and for you. Thank you for this amazing day that it's Monday and we can choose that it's the best day of the week and step out of that bed saying, oh, Satan says, oh no, she's up, right? We just, we just want to live out our life for you, Lord. And I just um, ask you to please help me with my words today and make sure that nothing comes out the, you know, make sure everything comes out pleasing to you. Um, thank you for everybody watching and for this platform and your name I pray. Amen. So welcome, welcome Facebook, YouTube, and my podcast podcasters are here today too. So I want to talk to you about blessed are the merciful. Does anybody remember what other days we've had you remember all of the different ones we've gone through blessed are the what are they sorry i have to go back through here and look oh you can't even see meek thank you blessed are the meek absolutely okay blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger. Let me say that one again. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Then today is blessed are the merciful. So this is from She Reads Truth. I'm not sure if you've ever uh, looked at the website. There's also a Facebook, I mean, an app for it. So if you ever are able to see that. Let's see. Um, Okay, I'm just going to read it. Anyway, so that's a good place to get some of your, I'm sorry, I'm trying to focus because (laughs) Miss Debbie does my podcast editing and I'm trying not to make a lot of noises while I'm talking. (laughs) I bet she's laughing right now. Okay, so this is, it just says a guest writer. It doesn't say who actually wrote it, but she said, I recently deleted the Facebook app from my phone in an effort to scroll less and live more. Y'all, I have to, I have to ask you, you don't have to say it out out loud, (laughs) but how many of you have ever deleted the Facebook app because you just can't take it anymore? And then you get back on because you're like, I have to live with it. (laughs) I have friends who they just can't handle it because they scroll through and they see people's opinions about political things and other things that they don't agree with and they just can't handle it. I have learned to just scroll. I mean, if I don't agree with it, just keep scrolling, right? But some of you, some of us can't move on. And so we just have to stop looking at it. And I think that's healthy. I think that's really healthy. 
Um, but I do, I do suggest that maybe you just scroll on. You don't have to share your opinion just because someone else has a different opinion, right? Just keep scrolling. That's right, Kathy. So she deleted it. She's begun to realize how often I'll scroll and just how terrible it makes her feel. A quick scan of my social media feed this morning inspired plenty of emotion in me, but not an ounce of understanding, compassion, or grace. We live in a time of outrage, not of mercy. Reading all these passages about mercy and then writing about it and thinking about it only made me more confused. It's like when you stare at a word for so long and suddenly it no longer seems to be spelled correctly. That happened to me last week. Or the true meaning of the word escapes you altogether. So what exactly is mercy? And why do I see so little of it in my own heart for others? After thinking over and working through these, these scripture passages, this is the best I've got. Y'all listen, this is, listen to this. I thought this was brilliant that she said. Now, is it something that, <laughs> is it something that um, we can do? I don't know, but listen to this. This is the best thing she's got. Mercy is standing before someone who deserves punishment, but instead throwing them a party. I'm going to say that again. Mercy is standing before someone who deserves punishment, but throwing them a party. Wow, that just really like struck me. You'd think it'd be easy to accept a free party, but we've all been taught from an early age that there's no free lunch. How can we live in a world of dollars and cents, blaming responsibility, and yet still accept mercy? The story in Matthew 18 shows just how hard that is. We're not told why this man had so much debt, but it's probably safe to say he over leveraged himself or gambled his way into oblivion. He did something that the rest of the world from a place of safety or self-righteousness might call foolish. And yet the king took pity on him, forgiving not only his debt, but also the character flaws that had landed him in debt in the first place. But when the forgiven man walked out of the king's presence, he made a beeline for the first person he could think of who owed him money. What if the king were to change his mind? Perhaps next time the king won't, king won't be so merciful. And so, loved by a king, the man became a tyrant. Furthermore, his beliefs about the king became a self-fulfilling prophecy. He didn't trust mercy, so he didn't extend mercy, which landed him in prison, exactly where he'd expected to end up all along. When he reached prison, I imagine he felt justified. I knew he'd come after all along. The man's behavior is familiar territory. At times I find that I expect God to come back around, change his mind, and demand payment for all of my mistakes. Worst of all, I believe the difficult situations that come my way are his punishment and disguise, rather than believing the circumstances of my life are God's best for me. But God has no punishment left for us. Romans 8.1 God is not waiting for me to mess up. He is not standing, ready with a long list of all my failures to justify why the mercy I thought I received didn't actually count. Jesus loves me and you fully, deeply, permanently. It is final and it is finished. From John 3, 16, 19, 30. Thinking through all this helps me see myself and the people around me with new eyes. It even changes the way I look at my Facebook feed, believe it or not. There is no one we'll encounter today 
on our social media feed or elsewhere who is not in need of mercy. And you and I have the privilege of extending it to them because Christ has secured irrevocable mercy to us. Okay. Um, what do you think about that? Do you feel like this is something that has uh, touched you in some kind of way? Have you felt like there is someone in your life who deserves mercy? I want you to think about that. And if you're on Facebook, um, leave some comments or YouTube, leave some comments for me and uh, let us know. I see. Amen. Yes. So we're a lot of us are on, on Facebook are talking about um, some people are taking sabbaticals. And that's a great idea. Joanna just snoozes all of the negative. It amazes me how much positive and faith filled it is now. It actually is something I look forward to. Amen. Donna does the same thing. Her pages are filled with crafting family and scripture groups, all uplifting. Kathy says, absolutely. We can all stand to give more mercy. Amen. Filter them out of your feed. Just keep scrolling. Yes, yes. I think all of those are great. It is, you can, you can, um, what can you do? Unfriend someone without them knowing so you don't see it. Renee says, we've also learned to feel like if someone, especially if it's someone we don't like or have done wrong, wants to be nice, there is an ulterior motive and not to trust it. There is, um, people are always going to judge us and people are always going to um, make us feel, I guess at times less than, but we, they deserve mercy. How hard is that? As we wrap up the podcast, I want you to think about what we talked about in the devotion and how can you apply that to your life today? What are the things maybe that God was speaking to you about today? So I want to leave you with my favorite scripture, Matthew 5, 16. Let your light shine before others so they can see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Don't miss your opportunity to be the light in someone else's life today. Have a good one. See you next week.